0: Oh, shoot. Love you guys. Good morning.
1: Good morning.
0: Good morning, okay, Just because I'm a seven oh six. Happy Friday, yay. You made it. You're there. All you gotta do is walk through the door, survive your eight hours, and then it's back home, baby. And then it's looking toward that weekend. What's a weekend? Well, it's, a, it's just the start of the story. We've got exclusive news for you from WSIC. Trump has officially allowed us to be the exclusive retailer of all Trump gear, including the most recent memorabilia of mugshots. That's right. We we worked out the deal last night. It was late. We were into the hours of the night, but we got it worked out. Trump is now going to allow WSIC to exclusively sell T-shirts and posters with his mugshot on it. It was a tough negotiation. It really, what it really came down to was would we alter the photo at all? And we agreed not to keep it in its purest form, and just show the the full bravado that was included in that mugshot. Bill, your take on the mugshot? Scale of one to ten, go. It's a solid six.
2: Six is solid. Now I don't know. I, I, I think you had to be at least looking. north of seven. Kind of scary looking. It's serious. Now I no, I know mugshots are not supposed to be, you know.
0: Glamorous per se, but sure, um, we should have done a poll, like to ask, should Trump smile? right? You know what I mean? like because that was I, I didn't ever I did not expect him to be smiling. There's just no right. way he was gonna be smiling. I will say the hair was coiffed very nicely, oh, yeah, well taken care of. Here's the real question I think that we'll start hearing stories about. Did they do it in one take?
2: Well, actually, um I have. Uh, we have a correspondent down there at Fulton County. He was able to hook me up with some audio of those guys while they were getting that mugshot done. Wow.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, like, uh, well that's news to me. Let, let's hear Big deal, because you have to live with it for a long time.
1: Five years, that's a long time.
0: Yeah, like, but too many people live with driving licenses, which
3: are not cute, so it like, needs to be for to the us, right? Okay. No matter where Kim goes, me and
2: Ariel have got her back. <laughs>
1: I mean, this is, this is the most important photo you'll ever take in your life. One, two, three, four. Can I see it? Yeah.
2: Maybe if you is can that you go out a bit more. It? <laughs> so it's not
0: so cropped. Not so, yeah. I think it's Don's
2: handle. Yeah, is there
1: any way to save this, do another, and have them side by side? No.
0: Great idea, Don. Solid. Good Solid. idea. Solid. Good. Really? This one's All good. All right. Then you get the boutique style, you know, you, yeah. you, you just keep walking down the hallway with a new one each time you walk down. Right. There you go. Well, uh, I think, uh, yeah, Don Kim there was taking care of, uh, was taking care of things. And, uh, yeah, you know, you've you, you really got to, if you're going to milk it for all it's worth. That was only two takes. That's really actually not bad. I feel yeah. like I would want, like, at least a roll of ten just to be able to pick from. Right. I don't think they let him pick from it, though. No. No, it's not a celebrated scenario. Are we turning it into a celebrated scenario, though, right now? It depends. Is that what just happened with with Kim riding alongside and getting it done glitz and glam style? Right. (laughs) Well, I I would be curious to hear from, like, a Secret Service agent, because, again, that was my whole thing of, like, he's going into a jail. Right. With a bunch of people who, a portion of which probably are not happy with him. Right. He's not light on crime. And so you got to wonder what's that, like, most of the time waiting for him to go in had to have been on, like, alone, the Secret Service doing, like, background checks on everybody, like, and making sure everything was copacetic because the last thing you want in this scenario is Trump to go into a a jail or a prison and something go down, you know? Like, you just can't have that. I wouldn't be surprised if they, like, cleared, like, a significant portion of the jail out before he he got there.
2: Yeah, he definitely had... uh... A full escort with him. He gets it for life. Some. He gets and it for some. life. Yeah, but yesterday was wild. Obviously, they had to do a lot of, like, closing down streets and everything, but, I mean, he pulled into, flew into uh, Georgia, Hartsfield-Jackson, drove up to the Fulton County, was there for about 30 minutes, drove on back.
0: That's took, what I want to do off. when I get arrested, when I get my mugshot. Hey, I need to be in and out in 30, all right? I got things to do. Right. This is it. I, I You know, I got appointments.
2: That's what was weird about mm-hmm. it was like, it was like, man, this looks uh... a little bit of a facade. Well, no, it looks, uh, <laughs> I mean, this looks
0: cool. <laughs> it's, it's, are we <laughs> hang out at the jail a little bit, you right. know, have a couple apps, bring some friends. Let's have a good time. Yeah, right. no, I, I, yeah, 30 minutes in and now that that's my most I want to spend in jail. I'm not, I'm not interested in staying. Oh, I'm uh, good on jail. Much. You yeah. know what? I, I don't even think I need to go. I don't even, I don't even, I get even get think it. like, I get it. I will live vicariously yeah, through it. I trust him. y'all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we, every time we ask Sheriff, Sheriff Darren Campbell uh, about things, he's like, you know, we, we treat him fairly. Though. We treat him nice. It's not about that. I don't like being told what to do in general outside in the regular world. Right. You're telling me I can't move? Like, I can't, I can't go around? Yeah, I, I, think I'll, I think I'll follow some of the rules just to not have to do that. I think I'd be For okay sure. with that. I yeah. think I'd be okay with that. So if you didn't hear Trump, Trump uh, he was previously indicted. I don't know if you heard about the indictment. Indicted! Indicted! And, but then, I subsequently, you. <laughs> you did it great... That was, hey. Subsequently, yesterday, he decided to go get a photo shoot done uh, at Fulton County in, in Georgia. Bill, is Fulton County Atlanta or no? Yes. Oh, it is? Yes. So this was a high-level market. This is a top-20 market he's getting his photos done in. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. How, okay. Okay, uh, my prediction yesterday was that we would see record sales. He would be able to claim he's got the number one product ever sold once he starts selling the t-shirts and the posters. What do you think?
2: Yeah, why not? People are gonna buy it if they, because they love them. People are gonna buy it because they hate them. Do you think an NFT collection will come out of this? Uh, can I be honest? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You've given up. I don't care about
0: that. <laughs> if it got you a dinner yes. with Trump, would you care then? Uh, sure.
2: sure. Maybe? Sure. I'd like, you, you'd sit I'd down like with him for a dinner.
0: Yeah. I'd eat a meal with
2: him. I'd have some steak and ketchup. You, th-
0: <laughs> you think he's a steak and ketchup kind of guy? I know he's a steak and
2: ketchup <laughs> guy. I think he said he is.
0: <laughs> Self-admitted. Okay. So, well done, steak and ketchup. Well, happy Friday to you. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you're enjoying that. Wait a second. What, did I, what am I doing with my life right now? There it is. Ah, happy fri Nothing like a little black powder to get you started. I can, <clears throat> I can already tell uh, I will be reprimanded by Demi. It's a little light. And I, even for me to say it. So what happened, I went into the jar last night to pull out the, 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 pre, the pre-grinded grinds. Right, the, the beans I grinded up, and All there right. was like what was left in the jar were coming at the end of the week. It was a little light, but I didn't want to bust out the grinder last night, just do like a cap full more just to get. I, sorry, I just I was in a mode last night and I didn't. So I I said, Oh, I'll take care of the coffee, babe. I'll just go ahead and do it. So, so I snuck it in there. I didn't tell her. So it's probably a little light for her this morning. I'm sure I'll get a text at some point. Maybe. We'll see. We got Havana 33 crew coming in today. Big day food Friday. We're excited about it. They're gonna be here in studio uh, at 7.30. They don't own just Havana 33 though. Juan Loco in Cornelius, Verde in Huntersville, and a fourth restaurant. I still haven't gone back to ask which one it was because I was just so excited. The moment they told me about Juan Loco had one of them bomb quesadillas this week actually, and it was fire. We're looking forward to having him. And then we've got Teresa Knight running for Mooresville Graded School District Board. She's gonna be in studio at 8.15 in the second hour. We may hear from Joe Berg on some sports. You know, we got national holidays, word of the day. We're gonna hear from Jeff, iCats traffic scene, what is going on on the roads. Busy Friday, 844 Studio Four. Would love to hear what's going on in your world. What's happening this weekend besides Kane and Cox tonight at Kane Center for the Arts. 844 Studio Four, coming back. Good morning, OKN. Justin Kazepis. 718, 18 and uh, we're rolling. It's it's Friday, and it's a, a good day. We're excited about it. We've got to check the streets, got to know what's going on on the roads. We've got Jeff with iCats, Ride, iCats.com. Today's Friday, so today's their day. They're going to Hickory. Uh, I think it's as low as a dollar. Is that right, Jeff, a dollar to get to Hickory?
1: that's right uh a dollar each way uh, to hickory so if you have a appointment you need to schedule in hickory schedule it on friday and we'd be glad uh, to assist getting you transported to hickory and back
0: there you go how are the streets looking this morning jeff
1: uh things are pretty good although uh, there's some patchy dense fog in between statesville and mooresville uh as i was traveling 77 south uh uh just a short time ago uh but besides that there's no accident uh the side roads seem to be good haven't heard of anything so i I hope uh you and your listeners have a great weekend
0: yes sir absolutely we appreciate you
1: well thank you for what you do
0: all right travel
1: safe sir all right
0: bye all right so uh jeff giving us the update thankfully not a lot to report Which is a good thing it is still early though that traffic was already building i felt it this morning whenever i came out i was like oh it's a little different today it's hitting a little different day we'll see what we'll see what's going on in the eight o'clock hour uh bill what's next
3: it's time for the word of the day
4: what's the
2: word Today's word of the day is quiescent.
0: Quiescent. Quiescent. Wow. Yeah, you like that one? I, I, I you know, I, I appreciate the pronunciation on this. Right. Quiescent. If quiescent. you're on wsicnews.com or any of the social platforms, you can see the word of the day right now.
2: Quiescent. Q U I E S C E N T. Quiescent. It's an adjective. It's an adjective. So it. Uh, describes. There we go. Jinx again. Nice. Would you like to hear it in a sentence? I'm going to need it in a sentence. Yes, please, sir. Volcanoes often exist for centuries in a quiescent state before their sudden violent eruptions. In a quiet state. That's pretty close. That's pretty (laughs) close. I'm not going to lie. Strikes were headed by groups of workers who had previously been quiescent. Calm.
0: Passive. N- nonviolent.
2: You are all around it. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and give it the ding. Okay. Good job. Yeah. Quiescent is a formal word, giving you a lot of formal words this week. Wow. Um, that describes things that are quiet, inactive, or in a state of peaceful rest. All right. Uh, in medical context, it, is, it describes a condition that is not currently developing or causing symptoms, as in a quiescent disease slash virus.
0: You know, quiescence. It just felt like quiet. You know, it just, it just, it just felt. It felt like the formal version of quiet.
2: Right. I was hoping that it would be almost like that. That would throw you off. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's no, I so it. much like quiet that it so know, it's Probably on means I'm hungry. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> um, but you did a great job using the context clues.
0: No, I appreciate it. it this is this is where uh, things get a little bit more stressful for me though, because it is Friday, which is a great day. But this is where now we really exercise the skills. This is this is this is where we take the word of the day and we and we 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 make it into something that even we couldn't predict. Okay. And that is taking all the words for the whole week. Each day, Monday through Friday's word of the day. Combining those words into one non-loquacious sentence. Correct. That actually makes sense. Correct. Not able to confirm yet if any of the sentences in the past have made sense, but we haven't heard from anyone that they don't make sense. Oh, no, I've heard. Okay. Yeah. In a positive way. Uh... That they are spot on accurate with flawless grammar and setting records as far as number of words given the complexity.
2: Accurate? No. Yeah,
0: no. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. Okay. I'll take that as a 50 50. Right. Okay. So if we review the words of the day for the week. Yeah, let's run back through them real quick. Uh, we've got frisson. Frisson. It's actually free zone. Frisson. Frisson. zone. yeah. Frisson uh, refers to a brief moment of emotional excitement. Correct. Uswage assuage 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 is that funny yeah. <laughs> a formal word shocking most often used when the intensity of something painful or distressing such as guilt or fear is being lessened okay so it's getting Asuage. better assuage yes. it's getting better duplicity duplicity a formal word that refers to dishonest behavior meant to trick or deceive someone naughty naughty duplicit slake a verb meaning to satisfy or quench, and then qu- quiescent, quiet. Quiescent. Quiet it down. Quiescent. 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 It, can, I, can I say quiet is the official definition? Is that allowed or no? Am I outside Describes the Describes things that are quiet. Okay. Th- to describe things that are quiet. Correct. Because it is an adjective. Correct. Okay. So now's where things get pretty interesting. And, okay. Hold on. Give me, give me a brief moment here. I can get you a brief
2: minute right here. Quiescent, a formal word that describes things that are quiet, inactive, or in a state of peaceful
0: rest. Though duplicity may often occur, I prefer when there is a slake or quiescent attempt to assuage
2: Is that the sentence?
0: Assuage. <laughs> Assuage. The freeze on. Nice. <laughs> I lost it at the end there. I got out of control real fast. I thought there. you did pretty well. I, I got close. There was a moment there well. when I, when I like, between word two and three, I felt right. like I was on a roll. I, it sounded good. I think everybody's eyebrows perked up. I was like, whoa. Is he, he going to do it? Whoa, 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 whoa. Then by the time I got to four, it was like you yeah. know that dream when you when when you get to that edge of the cliff and right. you don't want to fall off, sure? And you do, and nope. it's just darkness. Okay. And then like you wake up like, you know you ever do that where you wake up cuz you fell? You ever have that one? Uh-uh. You've never had that one? No. Oh, yeah, man. I'm not. Oh, That's cool. Look, you look, there's a heavy population of people out there that know that what I'm talking about right Sounds now. Sounds pretty far out. Man. You it's like as if you're falling and then like you you catch yourself and you wake up. Oh, wow. Not so ex- ever experienced that. No. What? Wow. I thought I thought this was like universal. No. This is just part sorry. of being, being human. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sure it is normal. <laughs> just not for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. Word of the day. Great job. Uh, I believe you've got a Mad Lib today as well, don't you, Bill? Um,
2: I do have a mad lib, but I don't have the words. We can save the mad lib for next week. We're gonna save it. Just, it just went so terrible today
0: with the sentence.
2: I thought that was one of your best sentences for
0: for three words. Right? Hey. Yeah, for three words. Hey, that's sixty percent. In some classes, that's passing. That is not passing. <laughs> well, in a pass fail class, pass. Thank you. Pass. See, I got three out of five. I like it. H- Havana Thirty Three crew is here. They they have texted me just locating the entrance to the building not an uncommon scenario here at studio c and we're excited so we know that they are here and so we're going to chat with them i'm going to try not to drool during the conversation when i start describing food i get these little tingles these little mingle tingles and you might get them too they happen in the 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 brain noculars through the nerve endings that flow directly to my tongue, and uh, thus my mouth begins to water. And I will attempt, in eloquent fashion, to hold it together. And I keep calling them the Havana Thirty Three crew because that's who like we reached out to originally. But I gotta find like, is this a what's their restaurant group name? Like, surely there's a there's a bigger name to this since we're talking about multiple establishments. Hey, maybe you've got a question. Maybe you want to know, like, hey, how can you make the the most bomb Cubano? Maybe you want to know. Maybe you want to know the secret to making great dia cases. What do you do? Do you you put butter in the pan? Or do you put butter on the tortilla? That's what you need to find out. 844-STUDIO-4, you can be part of that conversation. Again, they're going to come up after our 8.30 break. We're excited. Also have Teresa Knight coming into studio at 8.15. She is running for Mooresville Graded School District. We're excited to chat with her. Always welcome our potential elected officials, <clears throat> those running for office, those looking to shake things up, and uh, that believe that they can help make a difference. And we appreciate her time. We're excited she's she's going to be here in studio. So we'll see. That's a, that's a fun Friday. I did hear back from Joe Berg. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Joe Berg will not be able to join us today for a sports update. That is unfortunate because I will be going into my weekend blind, not knowing what sports to ultimately expect and look out for. But there are plenty of other sources out there uh, like him later today because he will be in for his show, The Scoreboard with Joe Berg, which airs Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. He just won't be joining us this morning. He is tied up in things. I imagine he's probably strategizing what happened with Charlotte FC and why they weren't able to break Messi's legs a couple of weeks ago. But we'll uh, we'll find out. I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. Havana 33 crew is in the building, locked and loaded, ready to go. We're excited to have them. Good morning, LKN 844 Studio Four, if you wanna be part of the conversation. What's your take on the uh, mugshot? You like it? Framed up pretty good. Which, which member, I'm thinking ornaments. I think Christmas ornaments would be pretty stellar. I don't know. You, you can find the exclusive uh, buy page on WSICnews.com for all the products. Coming right back. Good morning, OKN. Justin Gazepa, 735. If you're on your way to work, drive safe out there. We don't need, uh, we don't need anybody getting excited. Try not to drool, though, for the next 30 minutes. That's what I'm going to try not to do, because every time I start talking about food, it just starts happening. And we've got the crew in here. From not just Havana 33, but also Juan Loco, Verde, and the fourth one was, again, I already forgot it. Uh, burrito burrito come on up here come burrito on burrito loco burrito loco see i got so caught up the when we talked the other day val about when you said juan loco i said wait a second i'm talking to the guy that owns juan loco right now your quesadillas over there i had the blt quesadilla the other day actually <laughs> my goodness it was it was tremendous the crisp on the outside it kept all the ingredients just inside perfectly i wasn't worried about it falling apart everywhere Nice job. Yeah, I think uh, the BLT is the way to go with the quesadilla. It, is it you I should thank for it, or who should I really be thanking for that? I think you need to thank my partner, uh, Eddie Chavez, for that one. Okay, there we go. All right, all right. And then to my right here, Mr. Ramon? yeah. Ramon. Okay, so, so give me the lay of land here. Who am I sitting at the table with as it relates to Havana 33, to all these restaurants? Who am I sitting here with at the table right now? Uh, well, I'm one of the
5: partners, yes, sir. Uh, and Ramon in front of me here is our GM. Uh, we brought him on uh, earlier this year okay. uh, to help us at Havana um, and as well as uh, in, with the other restaurants and in opening a new one. So,
0: Okay, opening a new one in Mooresville. In Mooresville. In Mooresville. Yes. When is that happening?
5: Well, hopefully uh, by the end of the year, but it may be the first of next year.
0: Are you allowed to say what the restaurant is here? We're holding that back right now. We're holding it back. That's right okay. Yeah. No, 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 I'm not, no. I'm not one to pry. Secret. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Okay, so Val, we were talking a little bit beforehand. You, you didn't have you worked in restaurants and all that all your life, but you weren't in Mexican restaurants, right? You were mostly in Italian restaurants. So, what inspired you to to want to get into Mexican restaurants?
5: Well, that would be my wife. Uh, So uh, when I met my wife, who is from Mexico, uh, we were both working in a Mexican restaurant. Um, I had got into the management program at this uh, Mexican restaurant chain out in the Pacific Northwest, and that's where I met her. And the inspiration came from there. Okay. So
0: did she say, hey, you need to open up a Mexican restaurant, or was it just like, hey, babe, we should open up a Mexican restaurant? What was it?
5: It it was really... uh, it came from me, you know. I just was like, I want to do, I want to do Mexican, and I want to do it a different way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What What is the style? Like when you say a different way, like can you point to a moment when you said this would differentiate, us, this would be better value, this would be a better experience? Do you recall that moment?
5: Well, I just wanted to do something different than just enchiladas and fajitas sure. and tacos. Yeah. Really, that's what I wanted to do because when uh, when I went to Mexico and my experience with the cuisine was. Well, that's mostly street food. I, I used to say that's like the equivalent of hamburgers and hot dogs here in a sense. So,
0: okay. Yeah. It's just so common there. But yep. for us, it's, it's a specialty cuisine almost. Yeah. Right.
5: And that's not taking any, anything away from
0: it. Okay. Oh, it looks like we've got another crew member coming on in here. Who we got coming in here? Help me out, guys. Who we got? We co- have Chef Abraham. Chef Abraham. Come on in, Chef Abraham. He's ready to go. Chef Abraham, welcome to the show, sir. Walking in the door. Come on in. Have a seat. Take the headphone. There we go. A lot of love going on here right now. Uh, Chef Abraham, I got to tell you, I uh, had the BLT quesadilla at Juan Loco two days ago, and it was bombed. And I want to say thank you, because I told Val told me you're the one I need to say thank you to right now for that, for the BLT quesadilla at Juan Loco. So I'm going to say thank you.
3: Thank hey, you for this. I read your yeah. message, uh, Valentino sent for the group, and we say, oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bill, can we get Mike Four on?
0: Sorry. Uh, yeah. So absolutely delicious food there you guys are doing at Juan Loco and Havana 33s. This is really where it started for me. I had not been to Havana 33 before. Yeah, we, I, we went there last week, a week ago or two weeks ago, I went there for a business lunch. And I sat down and I was like looking around, I was like, I am in Cuba right now. What is going on? I thought I was in Mooresville. I'm looking at the beautiful water, beautiful Lake Norman, and I'm getting a wonderful experience. And the atmosphere is absolutely beautiful, beautiful bar. The service was perfect. Our our waitress was so kind. Uh, She helped like talk me through the menu, right? Because that could be an intimidating process for somebody who hasn't had Cuban food before, let's say, right? Like if I don't know what I should expect, I don't know what I don't know. So, what kind of experience is it that you guys as a group want to provide to customers when they come into your restaurants
4: um first of all it's like uh, a new experience around caribbean food focus on the cuban culture um good service we are focused on the detail not just on the food on the cocktails on the cocktail you can have all the tropical stuff that you can Imagine that you're gonna have on a resort in the Caribbean. Yeah.
0: The little umbrellas and that in the drink, huh? Like apple umbrella
4: flower, the toys, yeah. Um, Yeah, our main main stuff is the food. Yeah? Yeah. Our ropa vieja, our Havana Cuban sandwiches. What's your favorite
0: thing on the menu at Havana 33? Um,
4: The Cuban tacos. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It come with the ropa Vieja. The flavor of the ropa vieja is amazing. And in sandwiches, our Havana 33 special. Yeah. Oof.
0: That got ordered at the table. That i was yeah, at. That yeah, got right. ordered at the table. That and the Cubana. Both of those got the ordered. The I think I had the Havana thirty three special. I think that's actually exactly what I had and it was It's very good. I, I'm a big foodie because I, I think flavor is important. Chef. What are the flavors you think that inspire the different restaurants? Do you cook at all the restaurants or just Savannah 33? I know. Uh, we have Havana and the
3: order two places. But I'm inspired when I cook uh, and try to get the culture. Try I try to think in the people. I want that you feel that you are in this place, that you can taste a touch of our food, you know, mm. that you're in Morseville, you're on the lake, but I want that you feel really in Cuba. Yeah. Or if you are in Juan Loco or in Burrito, you feel that you are really in classic Mexico. And are you eating our food, our yeah. culture? Actually, last night I was making the new dishes for the new season on Havana. And it's, it's, it's crazy, really. Yeah. It's, we have the classics, but I want to bring you the the, the mm. new spices. The, the new toes of, of the food, you know, the things that is on the time. For example, one of the new dishes that uh, Ramon said was the, the tacos. Okay, tacos is Mexican, but we have tacos yeah, in Havana. That's funny. With up yeah beef, you feel the creamy, you feel the tortillas. It's right. something that the people really like it. So I'm inspiring this in, in our culture, in our food, in our flavors, that if you walk into Havana or Juan or Burrito, you smell, you say, okay, I'm here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you guys all like spicy food? I do.
4: Yeah, I do. But I like the spicy that give you this heat, but still you can taste the flavor. Yeah. Not just...
0: Not just tongue yeah, on
3: fire yeah. or screaming. That happened with me. You yeah. know, that, Yeah, in the kitchen, for example, you know that the, the, the staff is Mexican in the kitchens. They they feed America. They play with them. Yo, yeah, they I like feed how they play with it. Mexicans, yeah. Latinos feed America, really. really? <laughs> and it's like a challenge. Hey, if you're the chef, you need to eat more spicy than you. <laughs> oh my God.
0: <laughs> what what made you get into being a chef? Uh,
3: I make a degree in my country. Uh Actually, we have polytechnic schools. I don't know if in, uh, we have in America. Like,
4: like called. trade ha- school, yeah. culinary yeah. school. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Well, yes. It's a, a normal high school, but they give you degrees. They have oh.
4: specialities on different...
3: Uh... So they start that very young there. Yes. Yeah. And where are you from? Sorry, I should have been Okay, asked. well, that's crazy. <laughs> i born in Dominican Republic, but the half of my family is given, and the other half is Dominican but my grandfather uh from my father is from spain so he's a he's a bunch of culture so and and i like it because i say i'm a caribbean chef and and i get everything of everybody but my best friend is mexican and the order is given so it's a bunch of culture and 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 i put these in
0: in our dishes so who picks the new menus when they come up in the new dishes do you do you, does everyone kind of get a say so and you guys round table it or how does that work exactly we round table it
5: i mean they're coming from from chef abraham right now um and uh so he brings it to us and we taste it uh which is always fun and uh yeah
0: so okay. then, then we make decisions. Okay. The, the good point is, I make 10 dishes and they say yes to the <laughs> it's, a, it's a good overall. That's right. All right, radio fan, we're going to take a break. Digital fan, we're sticking with you. We are live on WSICnews.com and all the social platforms right now if you want to watch the video stream. Coming back, radio.
1: Keep it all right.
0: All right, so we're still on the video. You guys can just keep the headphones on. We'll just keep talking through it. So we are video streaming everything, too, on Facebook and YouTube and everywhere else like that. So okay. just heads up. All right, so give me the behind-the-scenes, man. Like, what's it like running multiple restaurants? Like, people try to do one, and you're like, hey, we do four. And by the way, we're going to open a fifth. Like, what makes, what, what makes you think you can handle all that? Um, well, I mean, we're...
5: We're trying to keep them close, number one. So we're in Lake Norman. And we th- we're going to be th- uh, three in Mooresville here when we open the third. Yeah. Um, Huntersville, Cornelius. So we keep them close so we, we can manage manage them because we're keeping them that close. Yeah. Uh, but also bringing in people like Ramon and Abraham. And we want to, you know, to help us run these stores, people that, with experience, with
0: inspiration, ambition. And passion. And passion. You got to want it. You got to want to be a GM of a restaurant. You got to want to be a chef at a restaurant. Yeah. you kidding me? You That's 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 a that's most of the time from like a customer experience. You want everybody to love it, right, when they come in. Yep, but y'all deal with some grumpy people probably every once in a while, yeah, I imagine. A, it's a lot of work. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Especially at Havana. Um It's it's one of those things being on the lake. Of course on a nice day Everybody wants to sit on the patio. Everyone wants a piece of the view. Oh, yeah And it's hardest hard to satisfy everyone because it's all at the same time and you can't get everyone out there
0: Yeah, so it's hard Ramon, as as a GM like what's your pregame like before you go into your day? Like you have to like pound a Red Bull before you go in or like what do you do to like get right to deal with customers?
4: Uh, I'm always expecting the worst. <laughs> okay. Just prepare for yeah. war. That's for it. For me every morning I say, okay, I'm going to have 200 people today. Let's do it. If There come 15. Okay. Yeah. It was easy. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you say the passion and the inspiration of doing this is not just for the money. Right. It's something that we started doing very young, so we decide we are doing what we love. Yeah, it's hard. Sometimes it's a little bit, to say, damn, can I have keeping this?
0: Y'all work some late nights, yes. I would imagine. Yeah, there's some yeah, late yeah. nights in them kitchens, I bet, and in the restaurants. So in
4: the last year, nah, because the restaurant closed at ten, yeah. and it's okay. But in the last nineteen years, yeah. It's
0: been a long time,
4: huh? Yes. Yeah. That's good.
0: <laughs> all right, we're about to rejoin with our radio fam here in a quick second, and then we'll bring them back into the conversation, and then we'll come back to some of the management stuff if that's okay. Good morning, OKN, okay, Justin Kazepis, 747. Bill's on the sticks. We've got the multiple restaurant crew in here right now. I, I can't even pin it down to one because they're all great. Havana 33, Juan Loco, Verde, and uh, Burrito Loco. Loco, which I've had that too. Uh, so— I gotta, I gotta be honest with you, Val. It's impressive your ability to think through not just one menu but four. Is there a lot of crossover? I mean, because you know, Cuban food, Mexican food, like that's not the same. But maybe some of the ingredients or supplies are the same. Or tell me about that process for you guys in supplying four different restaurants. What's that like?
5: Well, I think the way we uh, developed the menu and designed the menus, uh, there is some crossover, uh, but you know, they are. Uh, especially well for example burrito loco and juan loco they're basically sister right. sister stores right so the the menus are the same so verde is is a fusion so it has dishes from different countries in latin america but predominantly we would say mexico and then uh, of course Havana 33 is uh yeah, Cuban. Yeah. Uh, so there's going to be less crossover with Verde
0: and um, and Havana Thirty Three, but there are there are some. For the crews that work at the restaurants, do they go around to all the different ones? Like you may have one in Havana Thirty Three one day, one at Juan Loco, another like, or do they are they all different and independent of each other?
5: They are different and independent. I mean, we've had you know where we've had some uh, um, uh, staff work uh, in more than one restaurant, but uh, there are, there are very
0: few. And so do you three, though, all go to all the different restaurants? Is that how that works? You three do go to the different restaurants? You do them. So, okay, so what? who's who's running the ship the best? Which of the four spots right now is top-notch? Which one? Come uh, on, let's make a little
4: competition here for the I, cruise. What's I'm going on? on. on? Here's some burrito. Oh. oh.
5: So we are, each of us, uh, predominantly at one store. Okay. I'm uh, mostly at Burrito Loco. Uh, and Chef is
4: a delivery. He's running. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> He's running around bringing everybody's stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so we, we, we help each other, but we are... Uh, predominantly, each of us at one store most of the time. Yeah. Um, but we are helping uh, right now, especially in the summertime. Havana is extremely busy, especially sure. on the weekends. Oh yeah. We do live music on the weekends, so it brings in especially our our like
0: Cuban music, like you guys like like salsa or like what like on Sunday on Sunday, Sunday? after okay.
4: we have um, two guys that they are amazing. Yeah. They try to put all the um, music, different kind of music, but they use the bongo, the uiro. Yeah. And very fun, yeah.
0: You guys open up the doors and like let the music play and yes, all that. Yes, yes. Yeah. And
4: outside, people just stand up from the chairs and start to dancing around. Oh pretending gosh, that
0: calm day. down yeah. now! Calm down now!
5: <laughs> <laughs> they're they're a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. they really are. But uh, Sundays we have. Uh, Jazz at brunch, and on Sundays we have a guitarist. Excuse me. On Saturdays we have a guitarist. On Sundays we have jazz, Uh, and it's it's the brunch is awesome.
0: So it seems like like from an experience level that that's what the restaurant scene has gone to is you have to do more than just food. You absolutely you've got to provide an atmosphere for people. Yeah, an experience. Yeah, and so when you guys are thinking, okay, crossing over what people want versus like the culture you're trying to promote from within the restaurant, how do you find a balance in that?
4: It's like a playing with the expectation of the people, you know, you say Cuba or whatever Caribbean country, your expectation is to have this warm feeling of the people or that something's going to happen different that just go in and eat. And for the reason we, we, it's easy for us. It's more hard when we have Latin people over there that they say, "Mm, This is not how it is. Oh, no. It's not authentic. (laughs) No. But it is, but it is. Yeah, but uh, it's in the way that the different culture in Latin America eat the same dish. Yeah. So that can, but yeah.
0: Look, because yeah, no, us Americans, we're, we're a little weak, right? Like, we can't handle all the flavors that most other countries can handle on food. Let's be honest, right? Like, we, we take it plain most of the time. So you're shocking the system when you throw these flavors out there for everybody. And so just just to all the official people from Cuba who come into Havana 33 and think, hey, what's going on? It's, hey, us Americans, we're a little weak, okay? Cut us some slack a little bit, okay?
3: Actually, in Havana, in the beginning, I remember when I got to the place, it was crazy because the, the people say, oh, the menu is really short. But the Cubans say, oh, Tony is real Cuban food. But <laughs> I say, OK, we need to check. Uh, we, we fix the menu a little, but the same. And I remember like two months later it was like, oh, this is authentic Cuban food. The Cubans, uh, but the people around the lake say, oh, that's delicious because now you have... Cuban flavors in comfort food. For example, we have the ribs. Yeah, it's a signature of the restaurant. The mm. People like it. These ribs. I remember one pig master. You remember in the bar? He's a pig master. He said, "Whoa, oh, whoa, 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 Was was the scene? Was the go. best ribs ever that I eat? Really? <laughs> and it's a barbecue. It's a barbecue yeah. or so, uh, ribs, but the with wall. guava. So that's the toge of Cuba. You have the the sour. So you're creating something new. Yes, we put new. No, 12 new dishes about the Cuban food, and also we tried to put specials. Like every two weeks or every two weeks. Now I think so. The 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 signature is the specials. Everybody likes it. The the octopus that we have is a Cuban. It's octopus with our Cuban toast. Uh We have trimmed and grits in the weekends for brunch, but with the Cuban, sure, really that's... with the Cuban flavor. Don't is a, a the simple grits that we eat. No, no, it's a Cuban grit <laughs> And and for this reason, I think so. Now is we have the control. Now we get.
0: Yeah.
5: They're old, old customers. And those uh, Cuban tacos that Ramon mentioned earlier, are, those are one of the new dishes. That's one of the new dishes. Okay. Yeah. There
0: you go. Yeah. So, Val, what made you, like, you told me about the prickly pear previously. So, how did you land on the lake? Like, where, you're from New York, and then you come to Lake Norman, and then you you pick one of the, the best spots you could possibly pick for a restaurant. What happened?
5: Well, originally we weren't in that spot. So we were the Prickly Pear is our, the first restaurant that my partner uh, Eddie, Eddie Chavez, and myself opened, and that was in downtown Mooresville, in an old the uh, original Catholic church building yeah. on Main Street. Um, we um, we were there for nine years, I believe, and we just stumbled upon the opportunity to move to the that lake location. Yeah. It just, not a bad, Sometimes not a bad stumble. Sometimes
0: things fall into your lap. Right? Yeah. That's what happened. Not a bad stumble. And so do you like the space you're at right now? Do you think it fits the future goals? What's your take on it thus far?
5: Oh, absolutely. We love it. I mean, it's just, you know, that, that lake location just, you know, it just, it's inspiring. And it's a great place to walk into. I'm sure Ramon can tell you. I mean, you talk about the restaurant business, but when you walk into Havana and you're going to start your day, but you see that view, on um, you know, a nice sunny day and looking at the lake, it's, it's just... It's gives you a little just a, a little bit of relief and just say ah, I can do it I can do this
0: I was excited because I walked in and okay you, you see the hostess desk but then you come around that corner and then you just got that glass windows everywhere and yeah, you're looking I at it like ooh, I'm here I'm here right now and it was a good time yeah
4: that went to say the opportunity for the people that are being signed yeah and have a little view of the lake too yeah you guys married yes I okay
0: know. so what's the fa- does the family work in the in the restaurant game too with you guys or what, what or what They don't want anything to do with it or what? You're
4: supporting us. Yeah,
2: that's it. It's okay.
0: She's a banker or something.
3: She called me in the weekends. Hey, why are you not here playing with Valerie? With my daughter. Yeah. "Uh, Really?
0: (laughs) We have a lot of people now. (laughs) Yeah. It's tough, right? And that's the commitment that it takes to be in the restaurant game. Al, when you think about... When you think about the team and and where you guys are at and where you're heading toward, how important is it, like culturally, like what's it been like through COVID, like in keeping people and having great teams, and, and how do you preserve that? Mm. Communication, uh, patience,
5: understanding, uh, working with everyone, and appreciating everyone. You yeah. uh, know, I think the showing appreciation for your staff and and just trying to work with it. And, and actually, you know, it's it's the it's the new reality that you know just you just have to uh, because. Uh, uh, I'm, you know, it, it well. Things are better now, but of course there was, you know, there was a time there when it was it was difficult, of course, to find staff and new staff. Yeah, uh, we're fortunate to have some great people, uh, a lot of great people working with us. Uh, two of them are here right now with me, uh, and we hope to bring on, you know, uh, a lot of new staff uh, with the new restaurant and uh, continue to grow. Cool.
0: Are you guys hiring right now at any of your spots, or is you just waiting on the new one, or what?
4: oh uh, like, yeah, we are trying some. Some people have have Anna yeah. starting to training and learning the weight of work, and then we're gonna move over
0: there. Do you find that people are willing to work in the restaurant industry these days, or is it tough to find people that like understand? Like some people will say, "Hey, I want to do it," but then like when they get into, it, like I don't know if I can handle this now.
4: Yeah, but the last year, oof, it was hard to get people to work on a restaurant or work everywhere. Yeah.
0: yeah, how do you guys how do you guys balance it with okay? With what the culture and the the atmosphere you guys can provide, like has that been important to people that come in and say they want to work there? What do they care about? What do what do employees care about in the restaurant industry? Like our customer,
4: just let's see what's happened in that Cuban place, what's happening there. So, and the atmosphere is always you know hanging out, everybody laughing, on. even if we are on rush, we found the. Moment to having fun over there. So, people that go there, most of them stay there. Yeah.
0: All right. So, you said your favorite dish is the Cuban tacos. Yeah. What's your favorite dish out of all the restaurants? You can go say, of all four restaurants, what's your favorite, favorite item? And don't don't act like the chef's in the room right now, okay? <laughs>
5: um, no, you know actually. Uh, so since Chef Abraham came in, uh, he uh, he made some uh, changes to the croquettes, the mm. uh, croquettas the jamon, ham croquettes. And so my mother was from Spain, and when I, we used to go to Spain a lot in the summer times, uh, and I was very fortunate as a kid. And my favorite was croquettes. And now these croquettes that Abraham is doing is, he's uh, you know they're they're spot on. So yeah. uh, that's my favorite to have one of those. That's uh, my indulgence.
0: Chef, can you pick just one favorite dish, or how does that work for you? It's <laughs> What about what about um, from each restaurant? So, like, when you think, how do you plan a menu for four different spots? We got about thirty seconds. How do you think through four different restaurants and planning a menu? How is that even possible?
3: That's crazy. Just a start. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 really. <laughs> no. For example. Uh... Now, like I told you, we we're gonna change. We're gonna switch the menu. For example, I was watching a TV show last night. Uh, it was a movie burned? I I think so. With Bradley. Bradley Cooper. Cooper. I've seen it. Yeah. It's my favorite movie. It's like Ratatouille. Yeah. I watched one thousand times <laughs> with the kids. And I say, oh, whoa, okay, yes. Let me. If I make these with these and these and these and. That's right. But the most important thing is the food. Actually, is the food, is the flavor. But you need to make the balance with the cost. You know, with the numbers. If I can get money with this, because come on, it's a restaurant. It makes sense. But it's a business. Yeah. You, I need to make money for us. I need to make money for our employees for pay the payroll. You know. So, it's a balance. Good food, good numbers, everybody's happy, they are happy, we are happy, my employees are
0: happy, the customers. That's what we want. Yeah,
3: it's a love job. When the people think and watch a movie or a TV show, oh, they are chefs, they are uh, owners. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> trust me, <It's> not easy. <laughs> he's not easy.
0: I think you guys are doing a great job. I appreciate you coming in, uh, hanging out with us a little bit. We'll get the in for social and all that kind of stuff too and promote it out there for you guys. Really appreciate you. Thanks for coming by. Hope you guys had fun. Thank you, yeah, we Thank did. Thank you, yeah. Absolutely, all right. Uh, good morning, LKN, coming back in a little bit. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, 8.05, approaching 8.06. Apologies, I had to step away and wipe off the drool off the side of my mouth because the Havana 33, Juan Loco, Verde, Burrito Loco crew just left. My gosh, the authenticity I was feeling in this room, the way they were describing these dishes and the experience. That's what they seem to care about. Bill, what'd you think? Great guys. They were, uh, they, were, they were ready to go, go do some, some cooking and some restauranting. That's what it seemed like after this. Absolutely. That's not bad right there. That was, it, was, it was fun to have them in here, chat with them, because I had just such a great experience at Havana 33 uh, whenever we were, uh, went on a business lunch the other week and uh, went there for lunch. It was a good time. It was a beautiful view of Lake Norman. The menu was great. The service was exceptional. And uh, the food just, mm. I, I, my plate was empty. My plate was empty. A happy plate. A happy Made a happy plate. And uh, so were everyone else I was with. That was the exciting part about it. Uh, ben Daniels, the senior director of Century Reserve, he got the sampler. Mm. So, because he wanted li- he wanted a little bit of everything. Right. He wasn't sure what to do with his taste buds, so he said, "Give me a little bit of everything." I like that though. It was good, and uh, it was yeah, it was a great time. And then now to come, I didn't know beforehand until I talked to Val, I didn't realize that they own Juan Loco. So now it all makes sense. All these all these great places I'm picking to go eat, and they're owned by the same people. I mean, my gosh, it's kismet. It's what kismet. It's kismet. That's it. Cool. So yeah. We've got Teresa Knight coming up at eight fifteen. She is running for Mooresville Graded uh, School Board, and or excuse me, Mooresville Graded School District School Board. Sorry, I, the double school throws me on double that. Double school, you, know?
2: you can never have too much
0: schooling. And I'll be curious to talk to her about that district. Concept. So I, so I live in Cornelius, right? So part of North Mech, uh the Northern Mech region. Uh, so CMS, and so. Um, understanding how CMS works. I, I've learned a bit about how Iredell County works, right? Because there's Iredell Statesville schools, right? but then there's the Mooresville graded school district. So I'll be curious to ask some questions and see from from Teresa kind of how that dynamic works a little bit, get her sure. take on that. In um, her website, I'm checking it out, nightforschoolboard.com. That's K-N-I-G-H-T for the number, schoolboard.com. Um, so I've been looking at, at her stuff there and looking forward to a conversation because School is so important. We talk about education all the time. Pivotal. Is it okay that I'm not good at chemistry? Is that okay that it's not like my thing? Of course. Because there's other things. There are other things. There's other things. There are so many other things. There's a lot. And I feel like each individual child, each individual student should be allowed to explore the other things. I don't think it should be just about one thing. But you want a well-rounded education. And I don't even know how you balance all that. I don't even know how you put all that together. They don't want my opinion on that. Me, make him go work on the farm. All of them. Hey, now. Outside. Noah, outside. Outside, Noah. Emmy, you can do whatever you want. Noah, outside. Outside. (laughs) That's it. It's usually all, guys. Look, I'm I'm a little biased. I don't want to say I'm biased toward my daughter. I'm biased toward my children. I will say that. Wait, because Noah goes to kindergarten next year right and, and and i i don't know hasn't worked a day in his life <laughs> the man hasn't figured
2: out he's got it coming though
0: he always <laughs> he, oh, rude awake the, the, the
2: chores <laughs> list has started the, Let's the, go.
0: the very basic chores list has started uh and and, and it's uh it's tough though to want him because in my mind like look could i could i try to tell him in that moment and teach this lesson about you know what, pick up your toys right but the fact that he asked me to pick up the toys, I know I I understand that there will come a day that he will ask me no longer ask me to help him do anything. Sure. And so am I a bad parent for just succumbing to the I want to help do this stuff. Are tugging on my heartstrings I'm right just now? saying, man. Like, it's a real thing Are as a parent. Are like, you valuing I, the moment? I'm trying to. Are you present in the moment? I'm I trying to be present in I the moment. I love that, man. I told you, my daughter is not going to have any daddy issues. That's my goal When whenever she grows up. She ain't having no daddy issues. I don't... Noah's going to have daddy's issues because he ain't never let him want a sword fight in his life, and that's right. just reality. It's going to take until he actually can beat me. Right. Which will take many, many years. Yeah, my dad was like that with checkers. Oh, never let you win checkers. We would go to Cracker Barrel all the time. Yeah. He would just smoke me. No, hold back. You should have learned a lesson. I thought I taught you that last week. Right. Yeah. Noah's been starting to try to play chess a little bit. It's very disorganized. Sure. Because I try to explain, he calls, uh, what does he call, I can't even remember, I'll have to ask Demi, what he calls the knight, the horse. Yeah. He calls it, uh, I can't remember what he calls it. I'm I'm, I'm blank, I'm butchering the story now that I can't remember it. But like, you know, you can move two and then one or one and then two with the knight, right? Basic move, if you understand chess at all, then you know what I'm talking about. It's not a normal piece. No, daddy, I do what I want. I'm going to go right here. It's a lot of that right now but I'm just trying to get him used to touching the pieces. Okay, acclimated with the board. That's right, these ones move first. This one can jump over, this one can jump over. Daddy, this one can do whatever I want it to. Positive feelings around the chest. Point. Usually how it goes. Yes. Usually how it goes. That's what you want. Another positive thing are all these national holidays going on right what now. What do we have? Nation- what am I celebrating? National Banana Split Day. I am going to celebrate National Banana Split today. I observe. I am going to. Mm, that looks right. Day of Songong. Uh Don't know. Um, hmm. Oh, uh, this probably isn't one that uh, okay. we want to celebrate. Putting uh, the military first and recognizing the history and leadership of Kim Jong-un. Ill. Uh, I don't know if that's, uh, that one's on the calendar, though. I don't know that one made it on the calendar. But in a split day, though. National Park Service Founders Day. Okay. There we go. Now we're back. Yeah, there we go. Uh, National Secondhand Wardrobe Day. Okay. So this means like hand-me-downs? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I'm I'm about it. Yeah. um, Necessary. Not bad. Uh, Goodwill, always a good time. National Whiskey Sour Day. When's the last time you had a whiskey sour? Ooh. It's time. What time is it right now? It's
2: eight twelve. So probably like six thirty. Was the last time I had one six thirty last night? Uh, no, this morning. <laughs> oh,
0: I was wondering. <laughs> and, uh, there's a few birthdays today too. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus's birthdays today. Is that my achy breaky heart? Is that was that his? I think so. I, I, I just wonder. remember
2: that's Hannah Montana's dad. Yes. Who she just dropped some new music yesterday? Did she? What's she
0: been doing? Her and Selena. Oh, Miley, crushing it. Selena? I'm she corrected. sung wrecking ball, right? Was that hers? Miley Correct. sung wrecking ball? You're on it, man. That's one I built out. I still belt that one out every once. So you, you there's a threat. <gasps> hit you like a ball. Mm. See right there. That was nice. That's you you got to hit it differently. Yes. You know? So. Okay. Uh, a couple other birthdays going on today. Gene Simmons' birthday. We're expecting him to call in to uh yes. to uh, uh home ad show, I which is not would surprised me to patch
2: in and had the uh, Gene Simmons
0: Face paint going on. Face paint and the tongue? Yeah. I, I think they have like for like Halloween, they have like the tongue you can buy. Right. That like overlays. It's cool. That would be, it'd be difficult to swallow at that point. But uh, Sean Connery's birthday. <laughs> Sean Connery. Sean Connery's birthday. So, and Tim Burton's birthday. Tim Burton. Big yeah. Tim Burton fan. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite Tim Burton thing? Uh,
2: he does a lot of music for uh, like Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, this is
0: Halloween. This is Halloween. It's also kiss and make up day. You and that in the fight right now.
2: We can pretend to be <laughs>
0: just, just to be able to make up. Right. That's the best part about I it. Baby. That's the best part about it. Somebody's getting indicted tonight wow
5: yeah
0: (laughs) let's go uh banana uh, split day banana split is on the rise uh good morning lkn teresa knight will be here shortly she will be in the building uh i believe she will be physically present here with us and uh we will get a chance to chat with her about her take on the mooresville graded school district why she's running you know you gotta you gotta you want to know why are you running you gotta know your candidates. You got to. And that's a big thing we want to do here with WSIC. Plenty of uh, political candidate forums coming up over the next couple of months. A lot of people running in a lot of different districts. Still trying to sort out the whole Huntersville thing. There's like 26 people running, I think, down there. Still trying to sort that one out. Good morning, Elkant. 844 Studio 4. Maybe you've got a question for Miss Teresa Knight. Maybe you want to know her take on something. Maybe you have a question. Uh, you want to get her thoughts on it. This is an opportunity for you to connect directly with a uh, potential candidate here for the Mooresville Greatest School District. Good morning, LKN. Coming right back. Good morning, LKN. 8 officially, right there. So if you're on your way to work, drive safe. We need to get a quick check on the streets. Jeff with iCats is on the phone right now. Jeff, how are we looking this morning?
1: Things are looking well. Uh, south to Charlotte things are running smooth as far as uh, uh, 77 north uh, around exit 23 things are moving slow through Huntersville Uh, but besides that all the the side roads everything uh, seems to be good this morning
0: now Jeff have you are you on your second route back from Charlotte for the express route down there
1: Yes, sir, I am. I'm coming up on 485 right now.
0: All right. Comparing your normal Friday, you think the same amount of traffic, less or more traffic than usual this week?
1: Fridays seems to be a little less traffic. Um, I think some people are able to work from home on Fridays. And so... It usually seems like there's a, a little less traffic through uh, the Charlotte area.
0: Okay, Jeff with ICATS rideicats.com. Jeff, you guys are heading to Hickory today. For anybody who needs a ride, yesterday was Winston. How to go to Winston yesterday? Everybody making home safe from the from Winston.
1: As far as I know.
0: Okay. All right, Jeff. We appreciate you. I hope you have a great weekend, sir. We'll we'll talk to you again on Monday.
1: <laughs> All right. Have a great weekend, Justin.
0: All right, there we go. Jeff from iCats, rideicats.com. If you're looking for alternative transportation options, they've got it for you, a dollar, a dollar to take you where you want to go. It's only three bucks if you're a commuter into the city, into Charlotte from Iredell County, they'll pick you up and take you. And uh, so it's always nice to have uh, alternative transportation options. We are now joined in studio by Miss Teresa Knight, who is running for Mooresville graded school district school board. The MGSD, that throws me off a little bit when I say it too fast. Thank you for being here, Ms. Teresa.
6: I'm happy to be here. Looking forward to talking to you today.
0: Yes, ma'am. Okay, so how was your drive down from Mooresville this morning?
6: It was pretty smooth, pretty easy. Not bad,
0: huh? Sorry, I'm finagling my microphone here. All right, so let's talk about schools. My wife's a kindergarten teacher. Oh, great! She teaches at Lake Norman Charter.
6: Kudos to her. Yes,
0: absolutely. We <laughs> live in Cornelius, so I and I, me and Bill, Bill the producer here, we grew up in Cornelius, Huntersville area. Okay. So we went through CMS, obviously. I've learned a little bit about Mooresville Graded and learned a little bit about Iredell County. Can you give me first the the lay of the land on the Mooresville Graded School District versus Iredale Statesville schools, like, is it a line? Is it one road that separates it? How's that work?
6: Um, it's a very crooked line, so I won't go over <laughs> the exact boundaries. Um, but Mooresville Graded School District is its own district. I know Iredale Statesville schools kind of takes over a big chunk of the county, but more of the two eight one one five zip code area tends to fall in the Mooresville Graded School District.
0: So, give me your background. Then, are you are you a former teacher, or tell me a little bit about you?
6: Okay, well, I'm passionate about education. I've been leading youth in education programs for more than 20 years. And yes, I did start as a teacher, not kindergarten, (laughs) but I did do elementary, second through fourth grades.
0: Okay. And then
6: I've just stayed in um, the education realm, youth industry, owned a learning center for a while. Um, Also worked as a director of campus operations. So I got to see the non-academic side of, you know, public schools and and that type of um, thing and what works behind the scenes, not just in the classroom.
0: So going from being a teacher and all these other uh, kind of maybe private layers of education as well, what's making you want to run for the school board now?
6: Well, mostly because I'm passionate about education and I feel like I can take that experience that I've had and be able to bring it into the school district, give a little fresh perspective, some valuable insight, and you know, just positively contribute to the school district where my own two students attend and the students in my community
0: it's easy to it's easy to definitely like you know throw stones from the sideline and and I, and I don't mean to do that but but what do you think are some changes that you would like to see um, maybe at this particular school school board level or education in general. <laughs>
6: Well, I think it's important first to know that I haven't been in the school district as a school board member yet, so I'm sure that I will have a new perspective as I learn more about the district from that perspective. But what I can say is, speaking from the lens of a parent, I have two children in the district, and then I also serve on the Parent Advisory Commission at the state level with the Department of Public Instruction, so it gives me an opportunity to kind of hear about what's happening in education and from the parent's perspective primarily. And so I think what I'm hearing, at least from a lot of the parents that I've talked to, is is that parents want to make sure that schools remain schools focused on education. Uh, that's kind of why I say back to the basics. But mostly what I mean by that is we need to make sure we're brilliant at the basics. We get that solid academic foundation for our students so that way from there they can advance and be able to handle the harder material or explore some of those areas including chemistry I heard you oh, mention that no. earlier <laughs> she heard us
0: Bill she was listening not my be- not my best subject we're talking with Teresa Knight who's running for Mooresville graded school district school board knight4schoolboard.com that's K-N-I-G-H-T uh, like the royalty is that the way should I say it that way like the royalty knight4 the number schoolboard.com uh, Miss Teresa's So thinking through, okay, you've got two kids in there right now. What has the experience been like as a parent for you through Mooresville graded school district so far? Um,
6: so my kids have been at the high school and I would say overall, it's been a positive experience since they've been in the school. The first year that my son was in high school was of course during COVID. So that was a little crazy. Um, and he ended up doing a hybrid part at home and and part online schooling that year, um, but once he was able to be in the school, no longer excluded from any of the, the classes and instruction, you know, he has had a positive experience. My daughter as well. Um, I feel like right now, especially, they have a great principal at the high school who's positive and trying to get everybody on the same page towards a positive culture. And there's a lot of neat programs that Mooresville um, Graded Schools have. CTE programs that are really strong there. And then, even though my student, my children didn't go. To the elementary schools, some of the things I've heard are like the, the dual language program that they have, dual immersion. I think it's called at the elementary school levels. This is something that the parents really like a lot.
0: Okay, so when you when you think about like the role of being a school board member, what is it that you think that you you bring to the table best for the group and collective as a whole to help move things forward in a positive way?
6: So. Again, I think I do bring a unique perspective because I have worked in education, so I have the parent lens, but then I also have the professional lens, and I also have an MBA, so I have some business background as well, and I think being able to bring all that to the school board level would help me as I'm helping you know, we really only have power collectively as a school board, um, but the things that are brought to us have a lot to do with, you know, budgets. And are we looking at those budgets? Are they aligned with really uh, what's important for our schools in the direction that we're headed? You know, are we looking at the policies? Do they make sense for the families that we're serving and what we're trying to accomplish in the schools?
0: Okay. And then so thinking about um, what you would be doing on a day to it, day, it's it's a thankless job, I would imagine, running for school board. What what is the your support system and family like like is your husband I assume you're married right so your husband is he like are you sure you want to do this right (laughs) now or what's the dynamic like at home when you say hey I'm going to run for a school board
6: my husband is actually the first person who suggested that I run for school board other than it had been in my mind but he's the one who brought it up first and when I asked the kids about it you know of course they're older they're 15 and 17 and uh, they were like yes do it, mom, get out there. So they're, they're all supportive. And I think it helps why I can do it now as well as I have one son who's driving on his own and the other will become January. So
0: okay. All right, let's talk a little, uh, but we're going to go to a break here uh, on radio here in a couple of minutes. We'll stick with the digital fam on the break, but um, school choice. It's a big conversation right now. How does it work in Mooresville as far as Mooresville graded school district? Is it just purely based on your address and that's it right now? Um, and, and what's your thoughts on the concept of school choice and should that affect you know the who goes to school where?
6: Absolutely. I think school choice is important. I think parents have different situations, different circumstances, and they deserve to be able to choose what's best for their children. I think from the public school perspective, w- that can actually help us just strengthen our school system and make sure that we are competitive, if you will, and we're providing strong programs so that parents, even though they have other choices, want to choose Mooresville Graded School District.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then the the big talk always is about the budget, right? There's the concern of, let's say North Carolina goes toward the, the money follows the child, right? And as kids move around to different schools, public schools believing that they'll lose money, right? And they won't be able to fund particular things that they do. Do you share that concern or is there something really like behind the scenes that's like, no, well, from a business perspective, because it still comes down to dollars and cents, because you got to be able to pay for the resources to educate kids, that, no, we think it's all going to work out just fine.
6: Now, I will say, I don't know all the details about how exactly the money would move around. And I think there's pros and cons. They don't either. (laughs) The the legislator doesn't (laughs) Right. It changes depending on what really (laughs) comes out in the end. Um, But I think what's important is to just keep in mind, yes, we want parents to have options. On the other hand, we wanna make sure that our schools are funded properly. So what is that right you know, what is that right balance? We don't wanna hurt our public schools, we wanna allow parents to have choice. There's gotta be a way to make both happen.
0: Does Mooresville graded school district have buses that pick up kids? Is that is it is that part of the district as well? They
6: do definitely. Is
0: that a big part of the budget like I, I don't know how like how big is the budget i guess too like i mean in the sense of mooresville grade it's got to be relatively compared to i imagine iredale statesville or cms pretty small because it's a smaller district right um so when you're thinking about the budget and things like that for the year is there anything that comes to mind that you're interested in exploring and saying hey are we utilizing the dollars in the most effective way is there anything that stands out to you
6: well, one of the things, of course, because education, I tend to lean that way um, immediately towards the academic side. But I, I also have had the experience on the operations side, so it, it is all important. Um, but since our primary focus is educating our students, I, I want to make sure are those dollars lined up with those priorities. You know, are we making sure we're giving the teachers enough? And of course, there's limitations on that from the state and, and outside the school district. But are we buying the supplies and the things that we need for our teachers' curriculum and whatnot to give them the support that they need to be successful in the classroom and produce successful students? So making sure that we're heavy on that side, uh, which generally I think that is the the human resources side tends to take up the bulk of the money. But then we still need to provide those other services that people need, whether it's food, transportation, or you know, just access to other services.
0: What's your favorite subject in school?
6: I was a math person, at least until we got to Algebra One. After yeah. that. Not so much.
0: <laughs> okay. No, I, math always made sense to me. Science was the one that never really made sense to me. I wasn't good at history because I wasn't a big reader. I'm not encouraging kids not to read or anything like that. People, I'm more of a movie guy myself. I don't know. It's just the way my brain works. You know maybe. what they say about math? What? It's the only uh, subject in school that counts. <laughs> ah he's got jokes there you go all right good morning lkn radio fam we're going to take a break we're going to stick with miss Teresa Knight, who we're speaking with who's running for mooresville graded school district school board on our digital platforms wsicnews.com facebook.com youtube twitter linkedin we're still here we're going to get a little personal right now miss Teresa. we'll be back radio fam Okay, mystery. So we're still on video. So this is where we get to have all the fun and all that. <laughs> Favorite restaurant in Mooresville go.
6: Oh, goodness. Why are you doing this to me? It's very difficult. I, I don't know if I can answer that. I will tell you. It's okay. You, All we've got is what time. I want All is we've got is time. What my favorite restaurant was, it's Eatable, uh, and I think it's coming back. Okay. So I'm waiting for that to come back, okay. but there's so many other good ones.
0: We had uh, the Havana 33 and Burrito Loco crew in here earlier. Have you been to Havana 33?
6: I have not, but I did hear that segment, and I'm going to have to you check should it out. You've got
0: to go there. It's beautiful sitting right there on Williamson Road. It's just ne- next to Eddie's on the lake, and it's uh, it was a good time. It was pretty good food. Are, are you...
6: I've been to Burrito Loco. Good oh, food.
0: there you go. Okay. Do you guys go out to eat a lot as a family or do you cook at home? What's kind of the primary for you guys?
6: I try to cook at home as much as I can. My daughter is a competitive gymnast. She needs a lot of calories and we try to keep a lot of carbs Protein, just the right balance because she's using her body so intensely.
0: (laughs) So competitive gymnast, does she have a particular specialty within gym? Like does she, me, I would do like the ribbon fairy thing. That would be me. What does she do? She
6: does the four events that you would see like at the Olympics and her favorite is the bars.
0: Oh. She'll swing
6: around the bars. That's got to make you nervous as a mom. Absolutely. Oh
0: my goodness. So you have two kids you said, right?
6: I do. My Uh, son, he's a lacrosse player and a senior.
0: Oh. Okay, so Bill played for the Charlotte Hounds, and oh, no. so when we played lacrosse together at um, Hopewell, is where we went to school, which we didn't have our own team, so we played with North Mech, so cool to hear. There you go, Bill, more lacrosse. I told you, they might be looking for a new coach, a new assistant coach or something, you know? Trying to get Bill back in the game. What do you think, Bill? Mooresville, that's not too far for you. No, I can do that. It's there a good you go. school. A lot of athletes. There you go. Bill just played in a tournament in Greensboro the other weekend, so yeah, nice. uh, very cool. Your son likes, likes lacrosse, though? Is he, is he having fun with it? What position does he play?
6: He He's a face off guy. Oh,
0: there you go, Bill. And Mitty. Yeah. More man than I. She just said Mitty, too. She dropped the language so you know it's real. She said Mitty. There yep. you go. That's it. All right. And your husband, what's your husband do?
6: He works for Lowe's. Okay. He's the director over there in IT. I, I can only tell you a little bit about what he actually does, but those it's IT folks. Nobody, know,
0: nobody knows what these IT folks do. Come on. It's all made up anyway. <laughs> so, what do you do for fun then? So, you do all this cool stuff. What What is your family like to do? What do you guys do when you go?
6: well we like to go explore places usually the outdoors
0: hiking get up and stuff to the like mountains
6: that? get up to get out to the beach that's the one thing we country. love about north carolina you can go one direction get some nice beach go the other direction you can get to the mountains
0: that's not bad huh? so i went to app state and uh that's where i met my wife at actually so so you are you from texas is that what i was seeing on your linkedin i am from texas originally okay san so antonio what made you come to north carolina
6: my husband got a job with Lowe's, but, ah. but North Carolina is also his home. He grew up in the Charlotte area, oh, graduated cool. from um, Forbush over in Yadkin. Do
0: you miss Valley. Texas at all?
6: Uh, I miss my family in Texas. They're still there? They're still there, my siblings and my parents.
0: Oh, are they going to come to North Carolina now too Once you, if you get oh. elected? Are is is they going to bring the whole family <laughs> over
6: or what? I've tried to convince them. Nobody seems to want to leave Texas.
0: It's hot in Texas. <laughs> it
6: is. They had wait, 107 degree weather or something last week.
0: Although it's supposed to be Crazy. hot today, right? I think 103 I hear that. Or heat index is 103. So, anybody's guess? All right. So, we're going to rejoin with our radio fam. Thank you again for sticking with us, and we'll, we'll have a little bit more fun. We'll get a little bit more serious. Probably not much more serious, but <laughs> it's hard for me to get serious sometimes. So, all right, let's go. Good morning, OKN 833. Justin Kazeppis spills on the sticks. We've got Miss Teresa Knight in studio running for Mooresville Graded School District School Board, Knight4SchoolBoard.com. That's K N I G H T, the number four school board. Dot com we were talking a little bit during the break your family likes to go out and hike and all this kind of stuff do you like all the trails around mooresville the parks What what's kind of like your favorite you know you guys thinking it's saturday afternoon you got a little bit extra time where are you guys going
6: well around here of course lake norman if we can get on on the lake and get somebody with a boat we do that
0: <laughs> not <laughs> but bad some
6: of the trails are fine too My my son and husband will do some mountain biking every so often yeah i'm not a bike rider though.
0: (laughs) So what's, what's, what's it like thinking about, okay, you're, you're, you're running for, for a school board seat. That's one that like people love the idea of, but in your mind, like, what do you expect it to be like when, if you are elected, once you're there, what, what do you expect for, for things to happen like, like for you and for the board?
6: Um, well, I'm sure I'll have some things to learn and not having been in that position before, as far as, um, just all the roles and responsibilities that fall or the responsibilities that fall under that role. Um, But I, you know, I have some idea. I feel like the, the four main areas that we're responsible for as a board. One is the superintendent, hiring the superintendent, and he's really the one that's accountable to the board. And then, of course, we've got a board policy and setting the board policy, um, the budget. We'll have to make sure we have a good idea of where the money's going. And, and then the things that are brought for approval, things like school improvement plans or uh, usually a lot of them are tied to the budget. You know, if we want to spend some money on this curriculum or, or whatnot and in personnel.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's all this talk uh, from a national level and i'm always curious to see you know let's let's bring it back local but from a national level there's all these social issue conversations there's all this hoopla, right going on do you think that like a lot of these big national social transgender all this other kind of stuff is it affecting the local school district particularly here in our area heavily
6: i think there's definitely things like that that creep into the schools i mean like you said it's the noise that we hear outside of the school. So that's going to naturally come in. I do think we should be very careful about that. We want to make sure that we don't let it become a distraction or um, we're pushing any sort of agenda on a, that's leaning towards one belief or another because these are schools and we want to teach our kids, you know, again, primarily academics. Then we want to also teach them how to think critically. So when there are issues like that, if they're going to come in the schools, we need to make sure that we're being careful to allow more of a critical thinking aspect of it. How do we analyze the pros and the cons of the different sides of the issues and things like that?
0: What about trades? Like what's your take on like preparing kids for practical life, right? Because when, when we were growing up, it was a lot of go get a four-year degree, go get a four-year degree, go get a four-year degree. I don't necessarily believe that you have to. I think time is telling us, no, you don't have to do that. Uh, people want you know, employees with practical skills. So where do you see the role of Mooresville Graded School District as it relates to trades?
6: I think teaching trades is absolutely important. I mean, I think each student, we need to see them as an individual. You know, what are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? How can we help them towards a future past high school, whatever that may be, whether they're enrolling, you know, enlisting in the military or they're enrolling in a trade school or going to college. So I think it's very important to address all of those. And Morrisville graded schools, again, I think that's one of their strengths. They do have a strong career technical education program. Um, both my son and daughter have taken CTE classes. My And even if they don't go that career route, it's still very helpful. I mean, my son is an automotive, he loves cars, so he's cool. learning some things he gets to apply at home. Um, but he could also use it as a career if, it, if he decided to.
0: You guys save it on oil changes right now at the house? You, your son just taking <laughs> care of the He did oil?
6: just change his own Wow,
0: oil. there you go. That's good practical <laughs> experience right there. Okay, so culturally, right? Culture is so important what do you what do you what's your take on what the culture of Mooresville's greatest school district? like what big vision culturally we'd love for it to be this what do you think
6: um, I think we want a positive environment that's safe for our students that is preparing them for again life behind beyond uh, high school and that means making sure we have a strong academic foundation there and we have to start that from the beginning um, it only gets harder as they move up the grade levels. And if they don't have the foundational skills, they're not going to be successful in the higher grades. So, I mean, what I would like to see is that we're just laser focused on becoming, um, I have a friend who likes to say brilliant at the basics. (laughs) We're laser focused on that, that we're helping every child, looking at them as individuals and making sure that our teachers have the time and resources they need to be able to just meet those individual needs and that everybody's really um, working towards that same goal. And I know they recently developed a strategic plan and you can go online and look at that and kind of see where some of their priorities are right now for the district.
0: So as far as then like the sheer size of the district, we'll say, uh, Mooresville a growing area. Don't know if you heard. It's it's kind of uh, developing a little bit. And so with the amount of schools or amount of students attending. What's your take on as far as growth in the district? Um, Do you think you need more facilities or is that where school choice comes into play? And let's, okay, so if some kids moved out, that's okay because we can still preserve our integrity and keep the financials. What's your take on all that kind of setup?
6: So I'm not sure if you're familiar, but Mooresville Graded Schools just opened a new middle school. There you go. So they are, they have a new facility that's being in, uh, in use right now and they did have to shuffle around the grades a little bit. So there's some change that, um, you know, recently going through. As far as the future goes, I think one of the challenges for the district uh, that I've heard from one of the board members is that uh, land, <laughs> finding land for future schools might be a challenge yeah. coming up. But I think we do have to anticipate, as you have seen and said, there's definitely growth in Mooresville and it is going to affect Mooresville Graded School District. And while it's kind of been somewhat stable for a while student count wise, I think and we are going to continue to see growth and we'll need to be ready for it.
0: For for kids entering into Mooresville graded school district, is there do you know of and I'm I'm putting you on the spot here so I'm not expecting you to know the answer, but the entrance point for kids into the system obviously you mentioned in middle school being the new one built there was obviously a need there no doubt that's not an overnight process to build a school no doubt that's been years in the making where typically are you think kids entering in mooresville is it is it from that elementary school level all the way through like when people come into mooresville grade they stick through at k-12 or what where do you think people usually enter and exit
6: no, I'm not 100% sure on that. That's sure. definitely. I know, I was I asking I for a random to, statistic, you know, I know. That's okay, that's something i do something a really good I've job of that at. with Bill, too, here all the time. So. Um, <laughs> I mean, just from the families I've seen, you know, in my community, it seems like the students do tend to stay within their district unless there's some other outside circumstances that steer them elsewhere, you know, move or or just a different situation in the family that they have to uh, cause them to move. But uh, I'd have to research a little bit more on no, that one. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> when you speak with people in the community, because obviously you're going out and talking with people, Hey, I'm running for a school board. Just want to let you know, right. You have a lot of conversations with people. What are some of the concerns people are telling you about?
6: Well, you know, I've been to Mooresville Graded School District for about four years. Um, there's people that have been there a long time. Sometimes I hear them say like, oh, it's changing and it's not what, as great as it used to be. Um, I'm trying to dig into that a little bit more to find out, you know, what exactly they mean by that. What is it that's lacking? And I've just started getting out there. So I haven't talked to a lot of people specifically about, you know, what's going well in Mooresville Graded Schools, what's not going so well. Um, but I'll be out there. So when I come to your door, knock, <laughs> please open up. I want to hear your voice. So are
0: you going to be knocking um, doors? That's that's. Outdoors. Wow. Okay. So okay. So uh nightforschoolboard.com. Um what do you think then like it it is is how do you how do you think you get people to tell you like because it's trust, right? Like that's what a lot of it is. So in your mind, what's that process of getting people to actually engage and share with you their true feelings and thoughts?
6: Um, I think it's building relationships, which which is going to be difficult for me because I have a lot of people that I want to meet and I want to get to know. But I think um, what helps is there are people that do know me already and then they can tell their friends and, and they have a trust in that person and that helps them be able to have some trust with me. So that's what I'm hoping is just to kind of be able to, as I meet people, really get to know them a little bit, listen to them, and then, you know, get a sense for where they're at. And also, I'm a fellow parent. I'm in it with them, you know, and I have... I guess I'm invested. I should say, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You, all, you, you, you. Are, you're a woman of faith, I imagine, too, based here on what I'm looking at on, on your website. How does that balance with with your beliefs in going into the school and and and? When not, not trying to put you on one side or the other, like you said, you got to go in there unbiased, but, but how does that affect you as a person when you, when you think right. about running for school board?
6: Well, absolutely, that's an important part of my life on the personal side. I mean, I feel like God has asked me to take this step and I'm taking a leap of faith and I'm going to go out there and give it my best. Um, and I think that some people, they look at, you know, oh, we have to separate you know, church and state. And um, that's not in our constitution exactly worded that way, but I think what we have to understand is, you know, a state can't institute a religion. So course, we want to make sure that our schools as a part of the government aren't instituting any religion per se. The the Constitution always says we want to not hinder, right? The government shouldn't hinder religion. So we also want to have that ability for students to do things like a Bible club or fellowship of Christian athletes, which I know students are heavily involved in and they lead these programs in their schools. And so we definitely want to make sure that that's um, not something that we hinder because they have the right to do that.
0: You seem like a very calm and cool collected person, like... If someone like is just belligerent at a school board meeting, do you think you can handle that? Like if someone just came in yelling like,
1: I can't believe you are doing this. Do
0: you (laughs) think you could handle that?
6: I think over the years I've become, I've come to a place where I can be calm through that. And um, I'd like to think I can sit there and listen and try to sift through, especially after, you know, COVID. The emotions were high and um, there were some heated board meetings and not just in our area, I'm sure, across the country. And it's just You have to understand where they're coming from. You know, there's emotions because they're passionate about something and they care. And so you want to be grateful for that, even if it might seem like an attack. I feel like I can listen, try to sift through that and let them calm down and maybe touch base later and, you know, have a more calm conversation.
0: Okay. (laughs) We've been speaking with Ms. Teresa Knight. Uh, She is running for the Mooresville Graded School District School Board, knight4schoolboard.com. That's K-N-I-G-H-T, the number four schoolboard.com. Thank you so much for coming in. We appreciate you. Hope only the best for you. Uh, what's the campaign so sl- you got a slogan? What's a, Is it just night for school board? Is that
6: back to basics forward to results?
0: Oh, back to basics forward to results. Again, night for schoolboard.com. Good morning. LKN coming right back. Good morning, LKN. Justin Gazepas 848 right now and it is uh, almost nine o'clock but it is friday and the day it has been my goodness uh started off the day selling the trump uh mugshot t-shirts and posters were almost sold out of those already as predicted will be the number one product ever sold no doubt And then we rolled into a little bit of Food Friday action. The Havana 33, Juan Loco, Verde, Burrito Loco crew coming through. Wow. Wow. If you're not going to have Mexican food this weekend or Cuban food, you probably should rethink your life a little bit. Just saying. Havana 33 right there on Williamson. You got Juan Loco in Cornelius, Verde in Huntersville, Burrito Loco in Mooresville as well. And they're working on a new spot. Wouldn't give me any insight into what the spot was because they know I'd tell everybody. And so uh, we'll see what the new one comes about. And then we have Miss Teresa Knight. She just left. What a kind soul. What a kind soul. Willing to talk to us. She's running for Mooresville graded school district school board. Knight4schoolboard.com K-N-I-G-H-T the number four schoolboard.com was willing to have a conversation about things. Policies, thought processes, and, and I, I like the way she framed it up. It, it's it's not like super complicated. It's like, hey, let's have reasonable conversations about things. And let's engage as a community. Says so she's going to be knocking on doors. So if she knocks on your door, don't say I didn't tell you she wasn't coming. She's on her way. Wave with all five fingers. Everybody be nice. No, she was she was fun to be in studio. So we appreciate Ms. Teresa Knight for coming by. Uh, big weekend plans for you? 844-STUDIO-4, if you got something going on you want to tell the world about. Kanan Cox tonight. Kane Center for the Arts. Show starts at 8 o'clock. Kanan did a uh, live performance this week on WSIC during Know the Scene, the arts and cultural show we've got here, hosted by Justin Dion. Airs Tuesdays from 4 to 5. Justin's the uh, executive director of Kane Center for the Arts. And uh, you can catch that. If you didn't watch the show, if you didn't have a chance to watch it live or, or listen to it live, WSICnews.com. You just click on Radio Shows, and then you can scroll down and see the whole lineup. Because, you know, we're podcasting every single show we do, video on demand. You can watch live on the video, too, on every show we do. Again, WSICnews.com, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, now known as X, so you're going to digest the content however you want. And then for podcasting, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other many platforms, however you listen. Looking forward to a good weekend. A little fry egg, as we get a little bit closer. Nine o'clock. We've got a couple of contests going on right now. Ooh, we got a couple of contests. right. We're doing giveaways. Got two giveaways going on right now. First, so the, the Panthers preseason, final preseason game is coming. Go on to our Facebook page, WSIC News Facebook page. Comment on the post. You'll see the post for the Panthers giveaway. Your score prediction. What do you think the score is going to be for the Panthers game? The closest one. There could only be one. Because if you say the same score, we're going to go with whoever posted first. That's how we're going to do that. Nice try. Closest one wins free Panthers gear. We got some gear. We got some swag. We got helmets. We got footballs. Signed memorabilia top players too. We treat you right here. That's one of the contests going. Here's the other one. You a NASCAR fan? You think you want to go to Darlington? Doing a ticket giveaway. Got a family four-pack for the Xfinity race and the Cup Series race. So you're going to get a four-pack to both. We're going to have two winners. One of them you can win, again, uh, WSICnews.com, or excuse me, WSICnews Facebook page. The Days of Darlington contest give, uh, Ticket Giveaway Contest, brought to you by Drum Landscape Supply. What you've got to do there, you tag your friends, you comment on the post, tag your friends that you would bring with you to the race, and who, give us three people you think are going to win. Give, give us your three best guesses of who you think is going to win. The Days of Darlington Ticket Contest Giveaway. You got a four-pack to the Xfinity and a four pack to the Cup Series, you win. Again, comment on the Facebook post, tag who you're gonna bring, and tell us who you think's gonna win. And then Pat Shannon on Monday is also gonna give away a family four pack, again, Xfinity and Cup Series. So there'll be two total winners one from online from our digital fam, one over the air during the home ad show on Monday. Pat's gonna create a contest, it's gonna have some kind of contest on Monday. You'll have a chance to win live if you miss out on the social. We will announce the social winner before Pat's show on Monday. I think at 7 a.m. we will announce who the winner is of Days of Darlington on the social side. And then Pat will give away tickets uh, Monday during his show, the Home Ad Show, which airs Monday through Friday, 9 to 11. Bill, welcome back. Hey. How you doing? Really well. Just
2: giving away a bunch of stuff here right now. That's yep. all we're doing. Yep, I'm listening to you, making sure you're not saying anything too out of line. But so far, you're doing Indicted. great.
0: Indicted. What? You're doing great. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. It is Friday. I'm trying to be calm on this Friday. You don't have to be. It's weird for you
2: to be calm on Friday. Is
0: it's that Friday? It? It's Friday. It's Friday. Feel like we should have like a Friday theme music something right. going on.
2: Right. Jot that down.
0: Yeah. No. We, we need it. You want me to jot that down?
2: Uh, no. Nah. I'm going to jot it down.
0: You're going to jot it down. I was just saying collectively.
2: Gonna, everyone listening, jot it down.
0: Let me let me help with this whole pan-pam situation going on Correct. right now. Yeah, no. Uh, so the two ticket giveaways we got going on. Yep, I heard. Panthers. Yep. Rawr. We're giving away Panthers swag. You've seen the swag, Bill. What's your
2: take on the swag we got? I I want to put it in my car and drive <laughs> home with it. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's under lock and key. Yeah. No uh, so we'll be giving that away. Panthers gear. You guess the score of the final preseason game for the Panthers. If you don't, at least throw three or seven up on the Panthers side. I don't know.
2: It's uh, it's gonna be ten to seven. Sources
0: tell me. That's what you. That's that's the line right now. Ten to seven. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty tight, right there. Ain't no guess. No. <laughs> that's <laughs> what it's is gonna quantifiably be. scientific fact. Right. And then the other Days of Darlington giveaway brought to you by Drum Landscape Supply, where you we have a Facebook post, you go on there, you tag the people you'd bring with you to the race and make three predictions. You get three shots who you think's gonna win. I can tell you who I think's not gonna win. Denny Hamlin. Mm. The man needs to see an optometrist, his lines are off, he wants to win a championship, he can. I sent him some suggestions for optometrists. You'd think right. he'd have a sponsor, you'd think right. the team would be taking care of him and sending them to the right doctors. Because the man can't him. hit his mark. Yep. He's just worried about putting people into the wall the whole time. Mm. You'd think he'd get his act together and re- be mature at this point. I thought he was the oldest dude there. I thought, I, thought, I thought with age comes wisdom. Right. I thought that's what it was about. Doesn't seem like it. I, know. I start questioning it. I start wondering, is this just a game to you, Denny? Right. Is this just for fun? Right. This ain't about fun. No. We're here to win championships. I like this. I don't care if you think you can win a single race. I right. don't think, I don't think, I don't care how much money it takes to re-put that car together after you put somebody into the wall. You tell them. I need you to win championships. Correct. Get your head out of the sand and get off the podcast. Right. If you're doing a podcast, you do it here at WSIC. This is where we do podcasting. You, you run races. Excellent. Win championships. Do better. Right. Keep it simple. F-A-F-O. What does that mean? I can't say it on air. Okay. Find out. Oh. Uh, uh, okay. All right. Got him. F-A-F-O. F-A-F-O. Got him. Hey, kids, don't go saying that. Don't go repeating. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. no that's not good. Uh, Pat Shannon is up next. So the home ad show. There's Monday through Friday, 9 to 11. If you've got to buy something, you got to sell something. You want to trade something? You found something? You lost something? Where's kittens and mittens? Mm. Did did you check the litter box this morning? Right. Where's she at? You call the home ad show, though. Pat will help get that taken care of for you. You lose something, you found something. If you've got a birthday or anniversary, you call Pat Shannon. Because what he does, he puts your name on the list. 1045. Spins this ginormous wheel. I've seen it. You get assigned a random number. If he lands on your number, you win prizes. This is daily. Like, I'm excited about giving... We gave away one thing this week. Pat gives away stuff every single day. That's got to feel great. Daylight donuts. Shout out to the pumpkin game. Yep. Coming up real soon. I would save the certificate for the pumpkin game. That's what I would do. Yep. Give, give me a half dozen of pumpkins. Right. You don't need anything else. Maybe... Okay, I'll share with Noah. So I'll do like two blueberry and four pumpkins. That's all. That's it's called Compromise. Lake Mountain Coffee, you get a free coffee or smoothie. Boxcar Grill, you get a free salad bar. Polish it all off. Best part about it, you go to Daylight Donuts, something happens, they just roll you across the street to Iredell Health's new urgent care. Boom. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, that is convenient. Absolutely phenomenal. Bill, what's up for your weekend? Um,
2: not too much. Uh, I'm going to be here in town. so Wow. Really, really, I'm First non-travel weekend in a while. In a while, probably about a month, yeah. Does so, it feel weird? Kind of. Kinda, of, but I, I I like it. Like, did you like? Did you go to like get the suitcase?
0: you're like, oh wait, right? We don't have to. Right now, I'm still pulling clothes out of the suitcase,
2: <laughs> just using. Right. Do you?
0: Do you? Are you the type you just open the drawer and just take things? Like no strategic plan about it. Just what's on top is. Yeah, I've going actually in.
2: been uh, summer goal of mine is just pack a little bit less. Okay. Because I, I tend to overpack. So. Okay. Yeah, I underpack strategically.
0: That's not bad. I always have enough, though. But then do you have, have you, did you have to wash clothes on any of your trips then if you underpacked?
2: Um, I dried, like my swim trunks and stuff. Sure. Yeah. So nothing nothing above.
0: You that, a though. one pair, one trunk pair kind of guy on the trip? Um, oh, we're getting
2: personal. Uh, no, no. You'll bring a second? Yeah, I'll bring a second. Okay. I do bring a second. Yes, I will wear, but I will wear one pair more than once. Sure. Without washing.
0: It's not weird. I'm crazy. Yeah. (laughs) He's crazy. We're crazy. You're crazy for joining us all week long. Good morning, LKN 844 Studio 4. Show's over. You might find me at the Kane Center tonight. You might find Bill at the Kane Center tonight. Kane and Cox live at Kane Center. First show of the fall season tonight at 8 o'clock. Kane Center for the Arts, KaneArts.org. Couple of tickets left, not much. So definitely want to check those out. If you're looking to do something this weekend, I love you, my kith. Hug your loved ones. You never know what's going to be the last. The new
5: 105.9 100.7 WSIC Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.